So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. It's time for the Sports Kita Wrestling Awards. Vote alongside these legends who I think are ready to give us their picks. All right, suckers. Give me your pick for Sports Kita's Wrestling Awards Male Wrestler of the Year, Fitz Russo. You go first. Male wrestler, Roman Reigns, bro. Acknowledge him, bro. Brian Danielson, baby. He had the best deal, no doubt. Dude, it should be Kenny Omega. He's one of a kind, just like me. Okay, guys, forget the men. The female wrestler of the year has got to be DMD. Dr. Britt Baker, come on. Big time Beck deserves it after her big time comeback. Speaking of comebacks, Brock Lesnar is back on top. CM Punk had the best comeback, no doubt. Bang! Yes, but MJF has him on the ropes. You know it, and they know it too. But you know, MJF is so good, you can't turn the channel. No moment last year was bigger than Rob Van Dam entering the Hall of Fame. You, you kidding me, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Guys, 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 you have to make up your mind quickly. We don't have much time. Tell me he did not just say that. Well, we have heard from the legends, and now it's time to hear from you. Go vote now. Sportskeeda.com backslash wrestling dash awards and vote to win exciting prizes. We are live right after Elimination Chamber from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. WWE has set the path for WrestleMania. Is it the path we're excited for? What did you think of the competition in the chamber? We know who's going to challenge for the big title matches. Get your comments on screen. Share that link or your stink. It's Sports Kita Wrestling's Elimination Chamber post show. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's going on, everybody? I am live with you, as always, with the very faithful Jose G. Gonzalez in Florida and Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska, if you ask it. We are live here after Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia for WWE, streaming in the United States on Peacock Worldwide on WWE Network. Worldwide. Uh, Worldwide. Um, hell of a promo there for the Sports Key Wrestling Awards. That's a new yeah, promo. That's pretty some, fun. Some cool yeah, peeps. Good job. That, some... that voice. That voice um, on the on that that voiceover, man. Yeah. That uh that guy is uh, something Who's else. Who's that guy? Who's uh, that guy? Guys, guys, guys. I, I use my broadcast diction for it. Oh, um uh, old Booker to put you in your place. <laughs> Tell me he didn't just say Tell that. Me. Um, we already have people giving their takes here on Elimination Chamber. Some people not on board with it. Some people excited for what got laid out here for uh, uh, for WrestleMania. L- l- a lot of thumbs in the middle. We'll see where things stand. We'll run down the whole card. The good, the bad, and uh, the ugly. We'll go into all of it here. Let us know what you guys think. Full results are up now at sportskeeda.com. And we also have news about what Kenny Omega was pulling the, the, in the last 24 hours. Kenny Omega, one of the big stars of all elite wrestling. How does he play into Elimination Chamber? The rumor mill was churning. And now we also have a celebrity who's, who's reportedly set for a big WrestleMania match. Uh, let's get into that before we jump into the card. So Kenny Omega does a big interview uh, with a very friendly media resource for all elite wrestling fans. And that is the wrestling observer newsletter. That is in no way a dig at the wrestling observer newsletter at all. Just a lot of all elite wrestling fans go there and like it. I don't think that's a, that's a controversial thing to say, right guys? It's not a controversial thing, right? So Kenny Omega, it does an interview candid one here with Dave Meltzer. And says a lot of different things about so, Cody Rhodes is re- very well reported and very talked about. Biggest story of the week, defection from AEW. And now the expectation is he's going to show up in WWE. It's just a matter of when, not if at this point, right? 
So then uh, he says a lot of different things about him being utility and a great player. He's one of the best in-ring performers they have. And he just doesn't get it. And maybe it just wasn't right for him right now in AEW. Okay, so amicable things. But then somehow sees fit to make a very, very noteworthy interjection that Cody is on a plane to Saudi Arabia right now. So you're saying it's smoke and mirrors. <laughs> so I'm saying it's smoke and mirrors. Um, it was it was certainly interesting. There it was certainly interesting, uh, and and it was inter- it was interesting to go down that road here. Uh, shout out to Germany. Shout out if you're watching for the first time, wherever you guys are watching from. Jump into the conversation. What do you think of Kenny Omega throwing some uh, some some dirt in WWE's direction uh, on the day of this pay per view? I just take it like a, like with a grain of salt, man. You know, especially they, they like to troll uh, these shows, especially when you know the Saudi Arabia shows in the middle of the day. So it's not surprising, uh, you know, especially when it comes to wrestling and all the hype and the internet talk. Uh, you know, I'm just taking it with a grain of salt. Sure mm-hmm. was interesting though when they pulled Lashley out of the match. Uh, mm, yeah, I get a re- 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 replacement here. And Brock says, "Nah, screw it. I'm just going to kick the door down and go in myself." Exactly. Uh, Jamie Rivera saying he was hoping to see Cody Rhodes appear tonight. Cody Rhodes has not yet appeared for WWE. We don't know when he will. Now, uh, Miz did cut a promo on this, uh, saying that he's going to have a tag match against the Mysterious Ray and Dominic coming up here, and then he's going to have a, a, a acclaimed worldwide known partner. Now, news comes out from Fightful Select and uh, not- notable sources outside of that just as well that Internet Heal and uh, a video vlogger turned uh, boxing villain Logan Paul will likely be his tag partner for a celebrity wrestler tag team match at WrestleMania. What do you guys think of that addition? Well, you can't get Bad Bunny this year because he's going to be busy. So you might as well get another superstar that is known all around the globe and people hate him too. And so you pair him with The Miz and it's a perfect pairing. All these people really saying is. it was Cody. That's a terrible spot to put Cody in. Terrible. Especially if, yeah, especially if you're going to bring him back into you know a top spot yeah. in WWE. That's not a top spot. To Which was in. what was reported earlier that uh, obviously Vince sees this as a big play against AEW and is going to use it to his advantage, and Cody's going to get a huge push out of it. That was a that's a horrible spot to put Cody Rhodes in. So, uh, but a great spot to put Logan Paul in. Yeah, I think Cody will be reserved for a television debut and make a television moment out of it. Because you have a lot of TV before you get to WrestleMania. You don't have to burn all those special moments before you get to WrestleMania. You need some big things that make people go like, ah, wow. Especially when you have to satiate this audience at the biggest time of the year. Yeah. Uh, and so let's get into Elimination well, Chamber, though. And, this- and I think and I think Logan Paul and Miz will work really well together. Yes. It's, it's, it's a very good combination. They're both Miz, jackasses. Yeah. Miz is a jackass. He knows how to play that role very, very well. Uh, he came from, he's kind of cut from the same cloth that Logan is cut from in terms of just being an entertainment entrepreneur who finds their way into it. He did it through reality television. He put in all the work to become a WWE superstar. And he is, he's done stuff with other celebrities. He enjoys doing the talk show circuit. These guys are going to do talk shows, media appearances mm-hmm. together. They're going to do video content together. This is right up his alley. This yeah. is right up his alley. Yeah. Uh, and this is a really big pat- platform for Ray and Dominic. I was hoping we would get something with Ray and Dominic this year. And yeah. we get that split. Maybe we do get that split in terms of an angle. Well, now, um, you know, you, you know, Ray going on record saying he doesn't want it. Maybe that's not, maybe that wasn't uh kayfabe. Maybe he truly does not want uh to have a battle with his son. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, I just know. Yeah, interviewing I know. Him. Go, go ahead, Jose. I didn't mean to cut you off there, buddy. Go ahead. No, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I almost feel like that angle's just kind of fizzled out. It doesn't even interest me anymore, just because okay. uh, it doesn't. It, it the, the dynamics right now isn't there uh, for him to kind of go against his son. So I'm okay with them not exploring that route and keeping them together. He probably needs a little more, still more seasoning before he gets. I mean, that's going to be a major spot. That's and also so, true. That's also very, very true. I mean, Dominic is clearly talented, but he still needs seasoning in other aspects of the business. Maybe another year, maybe next WrestleMania is something that you may explore that possibly. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into it. Elimination Chamber. A lot of mixed opinions on this show coming out of it. I thought there were some highlights, some lowlights mm-hmm. in it. Uh, and let's uh, start off here with the way it started. A shocking, shocking, short, brief, dominating performance by the Universal Champion Roman Reigns, uh, giving Goldberg the Goldberg treatment. 
And having Goldberg do something that we've almost rarely never seen him do. I can't remember the last time I've seen this happen to Goldberg. Goldberg's been pinned. But when was the last time you saw Goldberg get choked out? He got never. choked out. I don't know if that's uh, if anyone can remember that. I was trying to think in my head, has this ever happened? They've done like an angle, maybe where he got knocked out, and then someone claims they choked him out or something like that. But I can't remember the last time. Cattle prod, cattle prod, cattle prod. They did stuff like that, right? (laughs) Um, uh, I thought this was a a shocking way to start the show. If you were going to use Roman and Goldberg to open the show, this was a very, very big Mm -hmm. way to open the show. And it's it's the. Oh, I was just going to say, it's the blueprint for a Goldberg match, you know, 150 miles per hour for six minutes. And and I think they did, uh, they put it together just uh, the way it should be. Yeah, I thought uh, the opening match was good. Uh, the storytelling was also very good. Goldberg got in, I think, whatever he wanted to get in and Roman let him have it, which is great. Uh, and in the end, uh, you know, he just did not let go of that guillotine and Goldberg wasn't ready for that. Goldberg doesn't have ground game and he went to sleep. Good night. And still, our universal champion, our tribal chief, the head of the table, my tribal chief, ones. my tribal chief, Roman tribal Reigns. Chief. That first spare was badass by Goldberg too. Second one was oh, quite both as, of them too. Both yeah, of them were great. The first, the second one didn't quite have the impact, but that first one was badass. <laughs> yeah, it was a good match. It was a good and, match to open up the show. And, what the heck, man? Goldberg cutting himself open on top of the head. He just can't can't stop Tommy B with a controversial comment here you guys can get your comments on screen as well keep them coming if you're with us for the first time we want to know what you think this is the most interactive show in all of wrestling media saying Goldberg had his life sucked out of him he got choked out right the last time was when he got married jeez Tommy that reminds me of the gif with all the guys oh (laughs) that one yeah so uh, A- wild A-O. stuff here. Wild stuff here. Uh, Christopher Simmons says he's glad how the ending of Goldberg, Roman Goldberg went. It was yes, definitive. It, did. it was it was definitive. Uh, so this sets up something here later on the show. We'll talk about Lesnar uh, and that, but more just the matchup now that we have. We have Reigns. We have Lesnar title for title coming up and, at WrestleMania. And, the and interesting part have... here now is that now Roman Reigns will be recognized as not only the longest champion in the last 35 years, yeah. but the single most dominant champion that has taken out every single universal champion that's been put in front of him. Yeah. Just saying. And you wonder where Lashley gets figured into all that too. We'll get into it later, but you got to wonder where he gets figured in now, not getting, uh, not getting pinned. Man, I feel bad for Lashley, especially in that main event. But we'll jump into that here in, in just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about the women. The women, I thought, were very well showcased in mm-hmm. this particular show. You could see it not only in the matches, even though some of these matches seem to be a little bit rushed. However, I want to just point out the attire. They all wore their own version of the bodysuit. You know, yeah. uh, you know, you got Rhea Ripley looking like Catwoman. You got, you know, Liv Morgan looking like Britney Spears. Uh, so, I, you know, I thought it was a really good showcase of the women uh, not being hindered by that o- overall big T-shirt. I think that WWE notices like, OK, <laughs> even if they have the big T-shirt, sometimes that takes and draws the eye away yeah. from the actual match that's being told. And my wife actually told me that earlier because she really doesn't watch the product but she'll watch when like there's like a big she'll watch for the pageantry she'll watch yeah, the pageantry for the pag- in the outfit she noticed like she's like i like this much better because i am more captivated watching this women's match as opposed to watching them with the big baggy t-shirts and the overall b- uh, bodysuit so the women were very well uh showcased tonight all the matches and uh, i just wanted to make that big point there for from all the women's matches yeah, it was, 12. It was, yeah, it was something I saw online too. A lot of people were like, "Oh, these these outfits are adapting to the the thing, but they still look cool." I heard some people say that too. Yeah, and you have twelve women competing. We originally thought it was eight, then you got the tag match that was added as well. Uh, so twelve women being showcased in Saudi Arabia, very cool. Um, you know, it was uh, and, and it's kind of weird. You know, we thought that chamber match for the women was short, and the it, the intervals were not five minutes like they normally are. Hell, that match mm-hmm. was longer than the men's. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's bring this up. The WWE Women's Chambers match here. Uh, this was, I thought, the better of the two chamber matches on the show. Uh, it, it was very compelling. It was very fast-paced, frenetically mm-hmm. paced. Everyone's like, oh, the intervals, the timing. You didn't give me the exact timing. I timed it. It wasn't. Who cares? It's not important. It's not, 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 not important. 
because the match is really good. Alexa Bliss is the first time we've seen her in the ring in a long, long crowd? time. How about that crowd for Alexa Bliss? Big they pop, love loud Alexa reaction Bliss. for Alexa. They love Alexa Bliss in Saudi. Uh, strong showings in this match, not just by one or two superstars, but by a lot of them. By a lot of them. Liv Morgan got a great reaction. Obviously, she came up short. When is the moment going to come for Liv Morgan? I know there's a lot of people that support her and want her to have uh, her definitive singles win. It is yet to happen. Uh, she's had some big singles wins, but she's yet to win a women's title. She's yet to have that major significant singles pay-per-view win in front of a live audience. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Kim Gray saying great progress for the girls. I absolutely agree. And the crowd was on board with it. They were on board. They, they, it wasn't it wasn't as big of a deal. Mind you, I guess maybe that, that door has already been broken in by Natalia and Lacey Evans with what they did a few years ago. Uh, and you had other matches on this, but there, there's the most we've seen the women in Saudi Arabia. And it didn't I'm feel like jarring, didn't feel weird um, from what we could tell. You know, maybe if, yeah. if there's something that comes out and we hear something weird that the women had to deal with, I don't know. Uh, but I didn't get I didn't get the sense of that on the show. I didn't get any sensation as far as, uh, you know, like anything weird and uh, within the dynamic of the match itself with the women. Um, you know, Jeremy pointed out earlier before we went on the air that, you know, it did feel a little bit rushed. And I get that. Uh, which is okay, but you know it was pretty cool storytelling of what they were all doing inside that ring. They all had pretty prominent spots. Dewdrop, I thought, did a really good job as you know portraying that really evil heel um, when she had her spots with Liv Morgan. I thought that, that was sunset great. power bomb, huh? That was yes, something. that was that was really good when she, when when Liv got that win over her and eliminated her. So the women, all the women, were really showcased in a really good way in this elimination chamber match. Bianca Belair, man, the MVP of this matchup, even though she came out last, she showed her dominance. I really wished it would have ended up being Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair as the final two, as opposed to Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. Mm -hmm. I understand why they did it. It was just my own preference. I, I was really rooting for, uh, for Rhea Ripley in this one. Yeah, outside of uh, including Alexa Bliss in this, it, it almost seemed like this was a foregone conclusion that this was going to be Bianca Belair's match to exactly. win to uh, go to WrestleMania for the second straight year, but also not just going to WrestleMania for the second straight year, but avenging that 28-second loss to Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. So I think that story had been set in stone. But then, you know, you threw Alexa Bliss and you kind of wonder if they fast-track her back. So it put in a hair of doubt, but in the end, uh, in the end, it kind of went as expected. And you kind of wonder, uh, with the shift on the premium live events to be shorter, three hours, some are 2.45, some are just at three hours, you kind of wonder if that's what has changed the chamber. The chamber used to be five-minute intervals, but they used to have four-hour pay-per-views, uh, or WrestleMania would be a lot longer. So you kind of mm -hmm. wonder if they're changing in the timing overall for a premium live event is is changing how the chamber is being structured and played out going forward you know it's a long match to do you have all mm -hmm. those entrances as well entrances are important for the live crowd you can't diminish those you would never see a 15 minute chamber match in the early days of those and no, both the, no, no, both no. the men both in the men's and the women's were right at a little over 15 minutes tonight uh, want to jump on this super chat if we can from Bradley S. If I can get it on screen for you here, give me a second here, Bradley. We're gonna we're gonna pull this up here in a second. I got it. You got it. All right, there we go. Uh, Bradley goes. Was Bobby Bobby Lashley legitimately hurt? I know we're jumping ahead here a little bit. Was Bobby legitimately hurt? He was really hurt. I would have imagined they would have replaced him with a surprise entrant. That's why Brock broke through the glass early to improvise. Um, it's not exactly clear. I think we'll find out more on Monday Night Raw. I think it was a word here. You think it was work? You think it was part of the story? I think so, too. Uh, yeah, I especially, was, I especially also, when they announced the uh, breaking news of the concussion protocol like that quickly. Like, okay, so, uh, yeah, I think it was a work, too. Yeah, I think the idea was to get Lashley written out of the match. So, number one, he didn't have to take a pinfall. He didn't have to be technically eliminated. So, you allow... There's a Lesnar lasting match you can do before WrestleMania now. You can. And I do wonder. That match. Yeah, I wonder. Once the Olympics are done, I wonder if they just try to just pop that Raw rating and have uh, that WWE a Mega WWE Championship main event Raw because on television. There's no pay-per-view before WrestleMania. So do it on um, television. Yeah, do that so match I, on TV. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. I kind of was hoping Bobby would come out of the chamber a winner i i honestly thought brock would screw or Ro roman would screw brock and and that would set up uh, their match um mm -hmm. 
you know, so I, but I, so now it really puts a wrench into you don't know where they're going to go with it, and that's kind of interesting. I know we're ADD. We're all over the place. Let's wrap it up here with the women's chamber. Bianca Belair wins this, uh, and she wins it in definitive fashion. She had some very strong maneuvers in this match. At one point, a one-handed press slam Ooh, on Liv beautiful. Morgan. Uh, very impressive stuff here. She wins with the KOD. Uh, very emotional. Uh, she is once again in the lane to win a world title at WrestleMania for the second year in a row. I'm going to say it doesn't feel out of place. Uh, I know some people say, oh, you, you cool someone down. You cooled her down. She had such a big 2021, and you cooled her off in the second half of the year. Now she's right back where she was. It was a plan the entire time. It was mm -hmm. the plan the entire time. Mm -hmm. Cool her off, get her back in the chase, get her, get people behind her in the road to WrestleMania. And WrestleMania had that big moment, get that vindication over that loss that she had at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly going to be interesting here. Other people saying uh, it could be more compelling of with a triple threat, possibly in different things at WrestleMania. We'll get to the men's match, guys. Stay well, stay don't also there. don't forget uh, Rollins. Uh, uh, did, you know, Rain Reigns won by D or Rollins won by DQ at Royal Rumble. So mm -hmm. Rollins has a stake in things too. And triple so threat. winner take all. That's what we're going to get. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they're hyping up that graphic of champion versus champion, but you got you got you got Reigns or you got Rollins in flux with the title. You got Lashley now in flux after what they did today. So it's gonna be interesting. Uh, Rhea Ripley also had a strong performance in the match. Some people asked me, "What do we think of the Australians in tonight tonight's performance?" Uh, I know some people were making a lot of gifts that her outfit looked like Michelle Pfeiffer in uh, Batman Returns. And then she was stalking Nikki Ash. It was like Catwoman going after Batman. Yeah, yeah, so that, that was, was fun. That, that was, was fun. There was, there was some internet fun with that. As I well. thought it was hilarious when uh, uh, Bianca and Rhea had uh, uh, Liv and Alexa up for suplexes, and then Rhea. Pulls up Alexa's skirt to peek over at Bianca. And this <laughs> I thought, is like, whoop. whoop. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was, uh, again, even though the match was short, it was full of fun spots. It yes. was really, yeah. everybody, uh, again, everybody had their moment. And uh, even though it was a predictable outcome with uh, with Bianca, it was still something fun to watch, even though it was short and it was a little bit rushed. I don't I don't blame the women for that. And, uh, and they entertained me. No, yeah, let's men, jump on this. Drew McIntyre. Too, so. <laughs> Drew yeah. McIntyre versus Riddick Moss, Madcap Moss, with, uh, with, with uh, of course, Happy Corbin at ringside. This is Falls Count Anywhere, so anything could happen. Technically, mean, they didn't get out of the ring too much. They didn't get into the crowd too much. I thought they would get into the crowd yeah. in this You mean one. this is a two-on-one handicap match? This is, is basically a two-on-one handicap <laughs> match with Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre came out with the sword. Didn't. He, he threatened people with the sword. He swung the sword at someone. What are you talking I, about? He 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 bro. He had he did attempted murder. Cor on Corbin's Happy head Corbin, about bro. roll. He he was about to Game of Thrones Happy Corbin, bro. Like he was about. Come on, like, Corbin's head is gonna even, roll. Corbin's head is gonna roll like a bowling ball. I now I know that WWE is the only place that you're allowed to commit uh manslaughter in the attempted in the murder mm -hmm. uh grand grand larceny. It is legal. It's illegal in WWE. <laughs> Let me tell you the match. this. Let me tell you this, though. I mean, gimmicks aside, if you hate it or love it, uh, I tell you what, so far, the past like three or four months right now, Madcap Moss is showing that he can put together a good match in the he ring. Can. And he did it again with Drew McIntyre in this match. You know, a lot of people probably are, it's probably flying under the radar and they're just not looking, they're not getting past this happy gimmick. But Madcap's been putting together some good matches. Uh, quite a few people bringing this up here. At one point in the match, uh, Drew McIntyre <laughs> delivers a brutal Alabama slam. Now, that is where you hang by your ankles off the shoulder of another opponent, and you basically get slingshotted into the mat. Um, it's, it's a challenging maneuver to take in most cases, and it was a challenging one tonight for Moss. Uh, he took that maneuver on his head. Uh, it was replayed several times. He took all of that on Ugh. his head. You have all the weight of a 250-plus-pound man going down on his head. And then he continued to perform for five more minutes. Uh, this was an impressive performance by Moss. Obviously, things happen in the ring. Everyone, It's not ballet. Everyone takes a risk when they went out there. You know, elimination chamber, that chamber, you think you're going to have more injuries in there as well. Uh, and we'll see if someone got actually injured in there tonight. Uh, but Moss took a hell of a bump there. And it was immediate that there was an issue. And there was mm -hmm. some concern there. Now he continued to perform and give it up to him. He took a, he took a lot of bumps after that as well, too. Uh, I hope he's all right. Uh, Drew um, McIntyre picks up the win. What PW, do you do, Drew? Go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. PW Insider did uh, a post a report that uh, Madcap Moss is okay. So. That's good to hear. 
It's good to hear because that was a nasty, nasty bump. I almost thought they were going to stop the match. Like right away, I almost thought. I was oh, like, yeah, Jessica Jessica got right in there and checked on him. Yeah, so, I mean, and it happens. You know, everyone goes out there knowing they're going to take a risk there. So uh, good to know one person <laughs> likes happy. Likes happy hey, I, I do. Jose just said it too. Uh, yeah, man, I think, uh, listen, this was actually a very impressive uh, outing for Mad Cat Moss in general. Uh, this is wasn't a great I- match. It was a solid. No, no, match. and that's not I what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, uh, that he was actually be, uh, able to, you know, keep up with Drew McIntyre. You know what I'm okay. saying? Even after that next spot, and he kept going, and he that really earned my put my respect on on mm-hmm. Matt Cat Moss and what he was uh, doing tonight. And then that table spot, he like landed rib. That didn't. That was not the most clean landing on a table either. Like immediately after when he when he landed on his head either. So I was like. He took some took some shots in that match. He's probably going to be feeling it on the plane ride home. Uh, that's going to be a long plane ride home. Long plane ride home. Let's wrap yeah, this up. As long as they can get out of the airport, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's wrap this up here in terms of long plane ride homes. I know we're jumping around here in the mid-card. We will get to the big matches as well that are still left here to discuss. Um, but a long plane ride home and a long plane ride there for four men. The Viking Raiders challenging the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos attacked the Raiders during their entrance and powerbomb uh, Ibar onto Eric. Pretty brutal maneuver. And then basically the commentary team saying, this match is not happening. This is not happening. It's not a match. It's not going to happen. Um, maybe it's time management. Maybe it's the adjustment of dealing with a broadcast partner in Peacock. I don't know what it is. But how could you not get this match on a show? There was a lot of video packages. WrestleMania is coming oh up. God. They wanted to remind fans that the Undertaker, the video is playing right behind you right now, Jose, that the yeah. Undertaker is going to the Hall of Fame. A lot of fans are talking about that. Mm-hmm. But this Somebody... match basically got scrubbed. We now learn from uh, several sources reporting that that was always originally the plan. Yeah. It was always originally planned. So you brought these guys out there basically to do the media tour in uh, Saudi Arabia and all that different stuff yeah. and cut an angle and not yeah. even have a match. This will happen on SmackDown apparently at some point. Yeah, Sean Ross Sapp uh, posted on Fightful Select during the show that this was the plan and the plan is to have title match uh, going forward on uh, on SmackDown in the near future. And our very own Bill After said, imagine flying halfway across the world for that. Yeah, you still got paid. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't go out sure there for free, did. guys. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you don't get paid by uh, you don't get paid by the bump. You get paid by your parents, right? So they still got paid. So when anyone gets mad about that, like these guys still got their checks. You know? I noticed somebody on Twitter saying it was over thirty minutes between the end of Becky and Lita until the main event had started. With over thirty minutes of no wrestling on this pay per view that was three hours, which is kind of weird considering your chamber matches were kind of much shorter than normal and then you had something like that it was it's kind of just, it was just kind of weird setup at the end of the pay-per-view mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, certainly interesting here let's jump into a featured match with a generational clash here with lita coming back to the wwe she appeared at royal rumble she's appeared several different times to wwe over the years and inducted in the wwe hall of fame challenging becky lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. I saw some people very critical of this match online. I thought it was good. I loved it. And the people that were critical of it, I think just don't, uh, they just are over the idea of stars of the past getting these big spots in Saudi Arabia. So I think it's more that than it is what the person was doing. I heard people saying, oh, I can hear her calling moves. Enough of that. Like, you can hear any wrestler. You can hear John Cena call moves all the damn time. Yeah, so so I, I just think that's such a, I literally said nitpicking to someone on Twitter and they're like, no, yeah. I, it takes me out of the match. If I can hear them call the moves. I was like, where's that? Where's your, where's your, where's your, where's, where's my your, tweezers? Where's, where's your instruments at? Here are my tweezers <laughs> out for you. <laughs> right there. I, I enjoyed this. Um, it, oh, it didn't, it, there was many times where you're like, is Lita going to get into this? Cause every time she would fire up, Becky would cut her off. If she would fire up. Becky would cut her off here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she got it going. Twist of fake kicked out of it. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Moonsault that snapping moonsault. I think Lita has one of the best moonsaults I've ever seen. It always looks so brutal when in the air, she just cuts her body into, into a knife into somebody and she kicked out manhandle slam right after it. Yeah. Right. And, mm-hmm. and Lita won. I thought this was a fine match. I'm not going to say it's the best match of the year, but Lita looked good. Is she as fast as she once was? No. Yeah. No one. And, and, and that's okay, guys. Uh, uh, but she looked good. She got her mm-hmm. stuff in. She looked, uh, the audience was behind her. The crowd was behind her. Uh, Becky's a heel. Uh, Becky is solidified as a heel. You don't want to see Becky win matches. That's what you want out of there's your heels. A, 
there was a sign in the front row that says Saudi Arabia loves Lita. And uh, I thought, I thought I saw people bitching about this match too. And, and I did not see what they were seeing. I thought this was a really good match uh, between the two. And uh, that near fall at the end with the, uh, with Lita hit the moonsault, it had me, you know, I fully expected Becky to win, but they had me with mm-hmm. that near fault. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. Randy Sam saying the, the submission. Cause uh, there, at one point uh, Lita went to go put a sleeper on and Becky put her chin up and, and had it like a chin lock, like a lace chin lock. And people are like, it's not a real submission. <laughs> Try to put her forehead to sleep. I, I was like, there are, there are, there are yeah, a that was of, it was a funny spot where she was had it on her forehead it was yeah you know, i think also Come when on. you as a fan right like especially you if you've been watching this for a long time and you know now the insides of what's going on you got to just sit back and enjoy it right you got to just kind of let the match entertain you for what it's worth because if you're just gonna nitpick and just be like oh i could hear this or i could hear that also keep in mind Lita hasn't had a singles one-on-one match in a very long time in front of a crowd that big. She's had tag matches. She's had Royal Rumble matches. So this is like her first, you know, big time matchup in front of thousands. Exactly. So I would cut her some slack for the simple fact that she probably had some ring rust and it was a little evident during the matchup. However, Becky was able to carry her very well. Uh, Lita had her spots. She did very awesome with that. Made me believe a few times. I was like, oh, no, are we really going to do this? Is this going to happen? When and, she hit that And as long salt, as it makes me believe, in my book, it's a good match. Suspension of disbelief. That is the golden pinnacle point that any professional wrestler wants to achieve in a match. When they get you to forget that this is a performance and you just think it's a match and somebody's going to win. They got you, all right? Yeah. So if you got your tweezers out, you just wanted to come with your tweezers anyway. And this is one match where you're like, well, this is the match I'll go after. You know, I'm not going to go after this. I'm not going to go. I'm going to go after this. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Ozzy yeah. saying I'm, Becky versus Lita was awesome. I'm, uh, I'm, ca- I'm campaigning on Twitter uh, to try to make it happen. I want, I want, I want uh, Trish and Lita against Carmella and Queen Zelina at WrestleMania for the time. Why not, dude? Yeah. If we, if we got, if we got, yeah, Austin, awesome, if we got right? everybody coming back. Come on, everybody. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's see what happens here. People saying they enjoyed this match as well. Um, and <laughs> this is a funny line from David Barclay. Uh, Becky and Seth must have one hell of a babysitter. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. No, they have nannies, <laughs> man. They, it, it takes a village. It takes a village when you're living that lifestyle. Good on them for uh, for going through all that, too. Uh, Guys, uh, let's, uh, let's jump uh, to another women's matchup. We had mm-hmm. a tag team matchup with Ronda Rousey coming out in her judo key, which I can 100% appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and she teamed up with Naomi going up against Charlotte and Sonia Deville. Now, Rhonda had one arm tied behind her back. I, I don't know. I could really care less for this matchup. I didn't really, I wasn't into it, even though Rhonda Rousey got the win here, but it really, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't invested at all. It, felt, I, it felt, took a, I took a break through this match. Honestly. Felt It felt disjointed. It did. Ah, see what you did there. But I loved uh, Naomi's uh, Naomi's uh, ring gear with the, in the black light. That was pretty badass, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, but yeah, this match was uh, probably, I guess you could say, probably the low light of the of the show. It just was, it just didn't, it just didn't connect it at all. I didn't think so. I didn't think it was that bad. I could understand where you say with everything else in the show, it may not be the highlight of the show. I'm, I'm fair with that. Yeah. Um, I thought Rhonda, you gave Rhonda a real challenge here. You got to understand Rhonda is still someone who's been wrestling less than five years. And she is a judo specialist and a mm-hmm. mixed martial arts specialist. And you're going to put her in there and she can have her judo gi on. Now let's tie up one of her arms that, that like she held her own in that regard and did some things with it that I was like, that's really impressive. Yeah. Like I liked when, pretty- uh, I liked when Charlotte grabbed her rope to keep her from tagging in. I thought that was a, yeah, a pretty, it's, uh, it's inventive spot there. stuff. It was more of an angle than a match. The right person took the pinfall and that was Sonya. Sonya can take the pin in this regard. Uh, and this keeps Ronda ready for WrestleMania. This keeps mm-hmm. Charlotte. You saw Charlotte just Smith. Charlotte just like blow, like Man. brush this thing off. I flew across the world. I got paid, and then my tag team partner. What was, pinned, what was up with Charlotte the entire matchup? Even like walking down to the ring, and even when getting tagged, she would just take the longest time to get in the ring, <laughs> the longest time to go through the ropes. Like 
it's a tag match. Avanza, let's go. You know, I'm like, Arriba. What, what like, was that again, Jose? Avanza, like, hurry up, man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, She's like, oh, I'm just going to take my time getting into this rope right over here. People and I'm putting my leg uh, through the rope. Are you done? <laughs> you hurry <Yeah>. up. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? You see what yes. I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Uh, Ozzy Saudi off. Flair didn't want to help Sonya at the end. No, she didn't want to help her at the end. She didn't she, want to get in there. Didn't want none. Uh, uh, Juan signing off here. Basil and Ronda tag champs would be cool. I agree. Mm-hmm. They kind of tease that a little bit at uh, Royal Rumble. I would like to see that here. Uh, and people saying, who won the matches? Full results are up now at SportsKey. They did not. They have not done anything with them women's tag belts. Jeez. Yeah. Brutal. Um, but I will say this. I, As we mentioned earlier, I did like seeing so many women on this show. I mm-hmm. liked that. It was, well, it was we thought, refreshing. That was great. We, we thought we were going to get eight. We ended up getting 12. I did not. I was gone because I went to a basketball game last night, so I didn't watch SmackDown. So did that just get announced on SmackDown? That wasn't the plan until Friday, right? Uh, my assumption is they were going to do it on SmackDown. You know, mm-hmm. they were going to make it like a big TV match for Ronda on, on there. But it makes sense. You have Ronda. It's a big star. It's you're overseas. Yeah. Um, UFC is still very popular in the Middle East. So, yeah, Ronda is there. Have Ronda be featured in a match. It made sense. Of course. It was more it of an angle. It was what it was. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It did. It did what it was supposed to do. Get yeah. Ronda ready. Make Ronda look strong. Make sure look strong. Get to WrestleMania. You yeah. know, so that's what I got out of it. Yeah. Uh, here was here's one. Uh, Bahati ch- texting saying Ronda match was good. Especially uh, as one-handed, but Sonya, yeah, I had the feeling. Sigh. <laughs> so, so, so he didn't like Sonya at all. Uh, yeah. So uh, also people noting this as well. Uh, when you have sociopolitical things in Saudi Arabia, people pay attention to it. Sean Williams bringing this up. Uh, Sonya is openly a, a, a gay woman. Uh, this is the first time that an openly gay performer mm-hmm. has performed on a Saudi Arabia event for WWE that was not acknowledged in the broadcast. Uh, but it is worth noting. I knew there were fans online who I know that are in the LGBT community that were loudly going like, wow, I'm still surprised. It's a this big is deal. Happening. Even it's though it was announced, it was announced shortly before the show that they were mm-hmm. going to have this match. Um, and people thought maybe that would be on TV. Oh, there's no way they're doing that in Saudi Arabia. Already too many women's matches in Saudi Arabia. You didn't see the crowd like tune out of this. Mm-mm. They didn't like say, oh, there's too many women or blah, blah, blah. No, they were on board for the whole show. Yep. You know, uh, they get two WWE shows a year and they're going to be on board for what they see. I, I think, a lot of international audiences react differently. I heard that from people just across the board. They're like, wow, they're really popping for even the little stuff. I saw people mm-hmm. say that they're popping for the little stuff. Well, they're not jaded like us. You know, we get, I live in Chicago. I get AEW. I got AEW. Like it feels like seven times in the last two years. You know, I got, we're, I'm going to get a WB pay-per-view. I'm, I'm still waiting for one. You're in Nebraska. <laughs> you're in, a, you, you're in Nebraska, buddy. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to travel to it. You're going to have to travel to it here. Let's jump into uh, this main event, guys. Uh, the men's elimination chamber match. Uh, this matchup, very predictable. Brock Lesnar becomes WWE champion. Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley taken out early in the match because Seth Rollins does a uh, uh, a power bomb. Uh, was it on Austin Theory? Through buckle the, bomb. Through the, a yeah. buckle bomb through the uh, through the chamber. And Bobby Lashley's taken out. He's got a, now a uh, concussion protocol. I don't know, man. I feel like this, like Bobby Lashley's just done dirty here. Mm-hmm. Like I, he was just done dirty. I felt like after this matchup, it was just foregone <laughs> told that Brock Lesnar was going to become the WWE champion. I wish, I wish at least that Bobby Lashley would have been pinned or something. But for everybody just, thinking Big E got done dirty, yeah, his title Bob, Bobby Lashley got done. This, this second pales, title reign pales in comparison terrible. to Bobby terrible. Lashley. Terrible. Um, and this had some other highlights in it before we get to them and what the outcome of this is because we know what it creates at WrestleMania. You guys obviously think that they're gonna try to pop a raw with with that as a t- uh, main event, don't you think? Who knows? Who knows what they're gonna do? So Lashley's out of there. It did protect. I know Lashley was done dirty, but it does protect him in this way. Um, yeah, didn't to lose pinned. the title so soon and to, yes, know. it's lame. It's lame. They lost the title so soon, but he lost it in a match with multiple people, you know, and he lost it like out of nowhere. He didn't even lose it. Kevin, he, didn't he lose was it. taken out of the match. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't he even, even lose in it. for the title. So, so, so he'll have a stake in what happens here in the road to WrestleMania. He'll be another block for uh Brock. And hopefully they get to have actually a one-on-one big old Haas fight with still more of those six weeks. We still have six weeks. So still have, you're right. We still have six weeks. Uh, it's also worth noting here. Yeah, I go, saw, ahead. go ahead. I saw people note this. WWE is going to be at Madison Square Garden 
in a few weeks. And Brock is scheduled for that show. Is that Rod a live event or a Raw show? What? Is it a live event or a Raw? It is a live event. Um, but uh, you could do something there, you know, if you wanted to. It's media capital of the world. You want to do something crazy. You could do a title defense there. If Brock even just wins it, you could do something wild there. Uh, if you're in the Northeast area and you're like, oh, I don't want to go to an MSG show, whatever. They had the magical thing they once were. They announced that. They say you're doing. We're doing Lashley versus Lesnar too at a live event, not on not on pay per view. People buy tickets for that. So uh, I do think WWE has to start thinking about those ticketed attractions again and get you back to that fundamental of get them in the seats, make them want to pay to come to the show. That'd be something there. Roland Curtis here before we run down the whole show. Roland Curtis, uh, thank you so much for your support with the super chat for the old school guys like myself. Old school, like an old fool. If it's you strange. Will. If you will, it's strange to not see the WWE world title as the last match of mania. It was removed at mania 35, returned to 36, removed to 37 back to the main event. Nice. Uh, now, now you're getting, you're getting both the titles in the, well, you guys talked we talked about it. A top story. Yeah. Yeah. But this is something Roland that I completely agree with you because the WWE title, right? That particular title has a very long lineage, a lot of history, and therefore it should be coveted as the most prestigious title within the company because of the history. Completely agree with you. Uh, and and I didn't mind that the Universal title opened up the show either. I think it was the right order to do it. Yeah. And you, you guys, you, might, we, 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 we have a lot of about com- it. We have, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you guys off. We have a lot of comments here about different things with WrestleMania and the outcomes here. Let us get through the card, okay, and finalize what happened here at Chamber, and we'll get some of your stuff on there. We okay. want to make sure, especially after a big pay per view, WrestleMania in six weeks, we want to make sure you guys are we, play kids. So don't, don't worry, we're going to take care of you, though. And we I'm just, just talked about it. We just talked about how the WWE perceives the Universal title as the main belt now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about that on our sh- on top story. It might have been yesterday or two days ago. Mm-hmm. We talked about how they 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 view those titles on Fox a little more uh, bigger now. It's a bigger show, bigger star. Who's the bigger star? There's a bigger belt. Man makes the title. Title doesn't make the man. Exactly. Uh, so uh, it's Ro- Roman's a huge star, and he has that title. So I think that makes sense with it here. Um, Let's talk about so- Austin Theory in this match. What a I- Austin Theory was awesome. Man. I put on Twitter. I go. I go. Brock is running through these guys. These some world cha- ex world champions left and right. And I go, I, I want to see Austin get a little bit of offense in just to elevate him and look what they did. They did exactly mm-hmm. what I was asking for. <laughs> nice low blow, get that drop kick in, try to, you know, get some, get some offense made you believe. I was like, no, are you going to do this right now? You're not serious. You're going to, that part made me believe it, but then brought, you know, F five them off the top of the pod. Ooh, and, you that know, was almost sweet. almost killed him, you know. But even if he landed uh, on his feet, everyone but Austin goes, oh, Theory, he landed on dude, his legs. Awesome. No, you're still landing. He's I love when I, I love when Theory hit in the pod and Brock's <laughs> like, Really? That's gonna save you? Crack. <laughs> Those are just people that want these men to die. I mean, did you really want Austin Theory to fall flat on his stomach, face down from the tight of that pod? Come on, guys. He's He'll die. He'll be probably paralyzed. You don't want that for him. Uh, I love I this they, one. I think they did good with. I think they uh, they did theory good because I mean uh, Rollins got jobbed immediately. AJ got jobbed immediately. Riddle jobbed immediately. Theory got a few minutes with Brock. I mean, come on. He uh, had a better showing than AJ Styles and Seth yeah. Rollins and Matt Riddle in this match. No. He had a way better showing than them. And uh, and he also showed that he's a chicken shit heel who will do whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Like climbing up the cage. He almost got his whole body through that thing, too. Yeah. Yo, and, uh, Brock uh, Lesnar is a freak of nature. Did you see how fast he yeah. climbed up that chamber? My God. Like, like Austin Theory didn't even climb that fast. He just took a jump and started climbing like it was a freaking spider. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. We also got more of a more personable, fan-loving Brock Lesnar posing for selfies after the, the show. Love Brock. He's the real people's he, champion He took right an now. imaginary selfie with Austin at the end I, of the I love that. I that thought was that funny. was great. He had, like, no phone. He went click, click, click with his hand. I thought that was cool. Um, uh, people saying that the F5 off the pod was awesome. I yeah, agree. So I, I do think that kind of, like, added some fun element at the end, you know, of the chamber match because he just mowed through so many people so soon and yeah. he did this, like – crazy cutoff angle and you're trying to process it uh, austin theory i know people say oh you got buried at the end you guys gotta know what buried means 
You don't get to the end of a match and get to hang with one of the biggest names in the company and then get to show off your character as a chicken shit heel. That's yeah. your role. All right. And you climb up the cage and you run away from some David Barclay was saying he looked like uh, Peter Parker running from uh, from Bonesaw <laughs> in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it's five. I got three minutes of playtime in the game. Brock saws ready. Yeah. Right. yeah. My my exact quote before uh at just after Lesnar was running through everybody, I go, I want to see some theory near falls be a good spot to elevate him. And hey, I think uh I think that was a job accomplished tonight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely here. Uh we can jump into some uh questions here before we close out. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Our- Saturday. We'll do we'll do a rating. We'll do a rating before we do a couple of questions here as well. What you guys want to jump into ratings or you want to do yeah. questions first? What do you want to do? Okay. Uh, let's let's uh, let's start off with ratings. I personally think that this show was not as good as Crown Jewel. No, uh, I will no. I will I will be fair and score it a seven. Uh, just because we didn't get any surprises, we knew that Bianca was going to win. We knew that Brock Lesnar was going to win. Uh, yeah. I was a little disappointed that they did drop Bobby Lashley dirty. I'm very happy that the women got to be showcased in such a way the first time. Uh, an LGBT, a member of the LGBTQ community, is featured in a in a major matchup in Saudi Arabia. So th- it had some historical values in there. Uh, but from an entertainment standpoint, they hyped this up that we were going to get a big plan or a twist. We yeah. didn't get that, so I'm going to give it a seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a six and a half. I think uh, the men's chamber match, outside of the stuff with theory, but as an overall whole, that was a major disappointment. Major disappointment. I thought we were gonna get thirty five to forty minutes and and some good battles, I, I, like somebody actually standing toe to toe with Lesnar, not just a two minute low blow sequence. Uh, so I thought the chamber match was a complete disappointment. Uh, I thought uh, I thought Madcap Moss and Drew was good. I thought Lita and and uh, Becky was good. I thought, you know, Roman Goldberg, you're 150 miles an hour for five minutes. Good. Uh, the women's chamber match was was better than the men's. And mm-hmm. uh, then the tag match with the women was not that entertaining at all to me. So, uh, yeah, I give six and a half here. A lot of people in the chat giving this a uh, pretty good ratings. Uh, I, mean, I think the lowest I've seen so far is a three, but I've seen people going as high as an eight. Uh, Tony giving a 6.5 out of 10. Lita should have won the match. That's what he thinks here. Uh, Bahati saying a seven, Rose saying a five. So, a lot of varied mixed results here. I'm going to give the show, uh, just what Jamie gave it. I'm going to give the show a six out of 10. Watch the chamber matches, I think those are the most eventful, fun things. I disagree with you, Jeremy. I did not think that it was a complete disappointment what they did in the chamber match with Lashley and Lesnar. We got twists, we got turns. Theory looks strong, Brock looks strong. Uh, so I think those matches that were supposed to set people up for WrestleMania set people up for WrestleMania. But the spectacle of doing a show by itself, not having a SmackDown tag team match. Um, Ronda, the the thing with Ronda really just being more of an angle than a match itself where you could go a little bit farther. Those, I would say, under-delivered a little bit for me. I would have liked to see a little bit more of AJ Styles. AJ Styles on the screen right before you right now, Jose. I see a couple of guys more shine. More of the women shined overall in their chamber match than the men's match. You can critique it in that way. So I give the show a 6 out of 10. Other people in the chat seem to like it more than we did. You know, we have Ben giving it an 8 out of 1. You know, Juan giving it a 7.5. If you're watching on demand or you're listening on demand on the podcast feed, thank you so much to the people putting us on the charts in the United States, India, Great Britain and other countries on the Apple Wrestling Podcast chart. So thankful for that. Uh, listen to us as well on Spotify. We are a podcast that is on Spotify that is not aggravating anyone, as far as I know. Uh, so go check that out. Let's get into some questions here that lead up to WrestleMania. We have some people saying here. Any predictions for uh, you? Follow Jeremy. You're following mm-hmm. Impact. What's going on with Impact tonight? They have um, a pay per view tonight. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of matches going on tonight for uh, No Surrender. Uh, I tell you what. Uh, uh, they got the highlight. I think the show stealer is going to be God and the Good Brothers. I think that is just going to be a fight that's going to uh, just you know blow the doors off of everything. Um, I'm very curious to see who comes in and faces Deanna Perazzo tonight. Uh, she is doing an open challenge for the uh, kind of like what they did with Santana, Santana Garrett last week. Uh, open challenge, and they get to choose what title they get to go after, either the Reina de Reinas or uh, or ROH World Championship. I think uh, that'll be uh, interesting to see who answers it. Um, I don't, is the, uh, and then of course, Moose and 
Moose and W. Morris here are going to beat the living crap out of each other. They all hot fight. Uh, I am slapping me. I, I wonder just because of how good she's been doing and then losing Akira Hogan. I wonder if they put the title on Tasha Steeles tonight to beat Mickey. I, I don't feel, I feel 50, 50 on it. I kind of, yeah. it's going to be kind of interesting. And then, uh, and then a fatal four way for the X division. Number one contenders match is going to also probably steal the show. You got Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Jake something, and then uh, Mike Speedball Bailey. So it's going to be a good, I think it's going to be a very good show tonight and we might get a surprise or two. Uh, Jose, you want to feel this one. Who do you think Miz was talking to on the phone? We kind of covered this earlier in terms of what the report is. Yeah. So if you aren't keeping up, uh, where do you think this is going? Lay it out for him. Uh, I think this is going to lead up for a tag team match with a celebrity. So I'm thinking he's probably going to partner up with uh, Logan Paul, big time YouTuber, boxer, uh, who the world absolutely dislikes <laughs> at the moment. Uh, so I think this is a great pairing because the world doesn't like the Miz either. So uh, I think that's the guy that who has on the call. Uh, Cody is not the guy that is going to tag team with the Miz because that is not the spot that I no. believe. Or like Jeremy says, we believe that he is going to come back to the WWE. And but hey, that leads to the next question that you just had up there. Where did that go? There um, we go. Here's no, a question that, from Washington. No, the the one you just had up. The one I just had up. Where, where, where was that? Tell uh, me what it was, Jeremy. Cody. Uh, who do you think Cody is going to face at Mania? Who do I think Cody's going to face at Mania here? It's Washington. I just say a little bit of a delay there, uh, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, here it All is. Right. I found it. I you got it? it. Cool. All right. If Cody is a part of Mania, who do you guys think you want him to face at Mania? Uh, interesting. There's a lot of uh, available players now. Well, Seth Rollins is out of the title picture if he lost this Elimination Chamber match, right? That's my he number one pick. Yeah, uh, he got pinned by Brock Lesnar tonight. That kind of settles whatever title contention he has. Uh, he's not a guy who does not want to be out of the Mania picture if he's healthy. He's a guy who wants to have the last match at Mania. I don't think even if he faces Cody, he's going to have the last match at Mania. But... Could he have the most talked about match at Mania? Rollins is a guy who can put himself, even mm -hmm. if you want to say it's politics or wrong, Rollins is a guy who's earned the ability and the time to pitch himself in a prime real estate match at WrestleMania. This is two nights of WrestleMania. There's no reason you can't have more people highlighted, more people spotlighted, have it be more of a festival of wrestling, a two-night Lollapalooza of pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he can have that platform. I think him and Cody would be the most ideal place, but you got to have the storyline to get there. You got to have the promos to get there. Both guys are capable of that. Let's hope they write them some good stuff to get there. Oh man. They both are good on the mic. So that'd be a, that'd be a lot of fun to build that to mania. Uh, that is my number one uh, pick right there. Uh, you know, I'd like to see AJ styles, but I think we're going to get AJ and edge. Um, you know, I'd like to see Kevin Owens, but we're going to get probably KO and, and Steve Austin. So those are oh, some things. Yeah. What? 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 Uh, those what? Are some those what? are some things I want to see down the road, at least. But uh, my number one mania pick is Rollins. Yeah, this is an interesting uh, scenario because coming back in, you want to hype up Cody Rhodes. You want to acknowledge what he's done for his own for the last few years, uh, yep. years building his career up and coming back in a very prominent position. Man, just from a storytelling standpoint, I mean, if if Triple H would be medically cleared to go, <laughs> I would love to see Cody Rhodes and I, Triple H. I agree. Have, I just, have, I just have, don't think it's going to have a matchup. I know, but let me let me have this, Kevin. Let me have this, okay? Because Cody Rhodes versus Triple H has a tremendous story behind that. Plus, not to mention that even though that Triple H had that cardiac event that happened. Yeah, Cody Rhodes can carry that match for him and make Triple H look like a million dollars. So I think this would be a tremendous matchup. Cody Rhodes versus Triple H. The story is there. Will it happen? More likely than not. But hey, I can dream. Washington in the chat here. Do you guys think a brand split is ending and Roman going to introduce a new title? Uh, here's the key thing. They did not say title for title. They just said champion no. versus champion. This is Brock in do, invoking his Royal Rumble win to challenge Roman Reigns. So he, the WWE state, title. He did state in a promo where they faced each title other. Title for title. That he wanted title for title. Title uh, and for I, title. They didn't I put it that way on the graphic, though. I know, but I think that could be determined in a promo before we get there. You know, you yeah. have a lot of TV time before you get to WrestleMania. So you need to add caveats and things that make this interesting. You can't just say, I'm going to beat you in a match at WrestleMania in Dallas. I'm going to beat you. And then next week, we're going to have a, another face-off. You know, you got to have things that are more compelling. Yeah. Uh, so I think 
I also think winner take all is compelling. You know, I do think that's a very compelling thing. Uh, and I, that does add a lot to this. Uh, I do think having one champion on both shows is something that Fox and NBC could be okay with for a while, mm-hmm. you know, because Fox would be like, all right, our show is going to get some rub yeah. on your show and your show is going to get some rub on ours. You know, if you're Fox, you're already promoting stuff that's on uh, NBC's streaming platform. That is Peacock. I'm talking the media deals. They have mm-hmm. influence on what on who those champions are and yeah. who those top guys are on both shows. They absolutely do. Just like they had influence on when this pay-per-view ended today, you know? So I'm of the thought that I think one champion on both brands holding both titles is okay. I think I'm okay with that idea. We I'm had okay. it. We had it before. It's just nothing. Something. It's not something new. We had it with Becky Lynch. She had the, she had the yeah. winner take all and you don't have to necessarily unify the titles and, no. and have a branch play. I don't think they're going to do a branch play. I think uh, they're in a happy position right now with the networks. I think the networks are happy with what they're bringing in. And I don't think we're going to get a branch, but, but it's okay if Brock and or Roman has both titles and they can go to both shows. I don't think that's a problem at all. Pretty cool to see on the Twitter here. uh, Drew McIntyre just posted a tweet. Do not sleep on Madcap Moss. He is one tough son of a bitch. He just needs some proper. He threw a little kayfabe in there. He just needs some proper guidance and a career awakening. But uh, pretty cool to see. He threw some kafabi in there. Kafabi? Kafabi. Kafabi. Is that that Japanese? Kafabe. That is a... Kafabe. Go go Google my interview with with Drew McIntyre, in which he told me about how he read his wrestling book before he started wrestling. He read a book about wrestling terms, and he wanted to keep... (laughs) As a teenager, he said out loud, I need to keep kafabi. I need to keep kafabi. I need to protect the kafabi. (laughs) And he didn't understand how to pronounce it because he had never said the word out loud. (laughs) Um, We got a question here from uh, Jeffrey Sam watching us on YouTube. How do you guys feel about WWE bringing Saturday night main event and making it a WWE TV show for April? Well, we don't know if it's going to be a TV show. We do know that it was it was talked about bringing it as a premium live event on a on on Saturday, but I don't know if this is going to be a reoccurring thing. Sounds uh, like it's take out the premium. It sounds like it's just going to be a live event, and we won't see it televised. Is what it seems like it's going to be. Is it set for April? Yeah, uh, they think twenty third. PW Insider said twenty third. My thing is, you got that. You got that date at Madison Square, March fifth. I'm looking at the schedule right now. You know, do you want to spend some money? Also, do do a pop up pay per view in two weeks. They do, they've done this before. Oh yeah. wow, really? Get on Peacock now. A month out for Mania. You know, if you haven't subscribed, get it now and do that Lashley Lesnar match. Also, just uh, Malcolm Bivens liked my tweet about the Mount Rushmore of managers. There you go. Boom. There with, you there go. There you go with your with your bullshit. Sorry, Malcolm. Ah, sure no, that's this is let's this is hey, facts. hey, hey, hey. Let's facts. uh let's get our last question here before we sign off uh here for today's Saturday. We got Victor Nash. Does Lashley get a rematch before WrestleMania? Yep. I just I brought it up. I think he has to. He has to have a match before Mania. Um, I, I know you have limited dates with Brock, but this is WrestleMania season. If you want to cash one out on TV and and have have a match. When has he had a match, a real match on television? Pop the rating. Pop a rating. Announce it two mm-hmm. weeks ahead of time. Two weeks ahead of time. Uh, like, have Roman Reigns there. You know, really use it to amp up WrestleMania. Brock can beat him. That's fine. You know, and it, but it, just make it a war. Make it a, make it a car crash. Just like the match he had with Goldberg at Mania in Orlando years ago. Mm-hmm. Make it a war for, like, five minutes. They just wreck each other. And Brock just like it. Jeremy says, 150 mile an hour for, for five, five minutes. minutes yeah. Uh, speaking it. of which, breaking news from WWE: Bobby Lashley has entered concussion protocol and will travel back to the United States under medical supervision to undergo additional evaluation. I think I just said that like Michael Cole too. <laughs> <laughs> that that literally 35 seconds ago, breaking news from WWE about Bobby Lashley. So, yeah, uh, we, we, for the guys who left questions for us that we didn't get to on the live show, don't worry. I will go in and respond and chat with you guys as well in the comments as well. Thank you. If you're watching us for the first time and you haven't checked us out before, you just watch us after pay-per-views. We do the top story Monday through Friday, right at 530 Central, 630 Eastern. Make sure your notifications are on for that. Vince Russo with us after running at Raw every Bro. single night. Dutch Mantel Bro. covered SmackDown and AEW Rampage, which was eventful last mm-hmm. night as well. And this new show, NXT Level Up. What's going on there? We'll talk about that. Uh, plus, the Sports Key to Wrestling Awards. We have a ton of different special interviews with that. All the people you saw in the promo at the beginning of our episode you just saw today have done interviews with us. La Share. Met. 
legitimate. All right. They share their votes. They share who they voted for with us. It's a public, transparent thing. Right now, Roman Reigns leads the vote for male wrestler. Right Mm -hmm. now, right now, Bianca Belair is chasing Britt Baker for female wrestler of the year. So go in there and vote sportskeeda.com backslash wrestling dash awards. Go vote now. 30,000 plus fans have voted worldwide, and you could be one of them who could also be in line to win some prizes, a video gaming console, a brand new Xbox, merchandise, and so much more. Go vote sportskeeda.com. Go check it out. Thank you guys so much for supporting the channel. You can follow Jose on the Instagram and the Twitter at Jose underscore G underscore Gonzalez. You can follow me at Kev Kelm. I got a lot of comedy shows popping up here left and right, including April 8th. I'll be at the Hoagland Center for the Arts in Springfield, Illinois with my very own comedy invasion presented by 97.7 QLZ, Jeremy Bennett, always so faithful in Nebraska, if you ask you, the ultimate hopeful Husker right there. Look at him stare off into the sun, just posing dramatically. <laughs> uh, you can follow him on the Twitter machine at JB yeah. Huskers. Yeah. So more importantly, maybe the maybe the, the chamber made you happy. Maybe it didn't. But WrestleMania is coming up, and you got to do this one important thing, guys. Okay, you got to calm down. All right? You got to calm down. Just, just, just relax. All right? And just ask yourself, what do you do when you watch wrestling? You got to enjoy it. Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Watch out, watch out.